It's August, that most hallowed month of the year when we celebrate the illustrious role-playing game. Are you bursting with energy to celebrate the hobby that fuels your imagination and haunts your dreams? Do you feel a burning need to share your passion for your hobby? Join Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, as he waxes poetic throughout the most wondrous month of the year, RPG A Day Month. He was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And make a part in about time to about not playing the ND. It was free to all, and I heard him say he bought my borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable AMs. Hello, my name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall. This is Keep Off The Borderlands, a podcast about RPGs and stuff. And at the top of the show there, we heard the wonderful Liren of The Greatly Missed, updates from the middle of nowhere, reminding us that it is indeed RPG, a day month. Today is Sunday, the 6th of August, the first week roundup of this, the 10th anniversary of RPG Day Month. And if you'd like to know more of what that's all about, please follow the links in the show notes. Now, <laughs> this episode is going to be something of a retcon, because it turns out I've been telling porkies. Yes, porkies, pork pies, lies. That's pork pies, lies. Because my response to the prompt from day one was a complete fabrication. After I'd explained that the first game of the year was a session of League of Eternal Guardians run by Barney Dicker, there was something that wasn't sitting quite right with me. I was racking my brains trying to think of the events of that session that I claimed to be a part of. And I looked back through Discord and I realised that I actually took a rain check on that session. That was scheduled for the 1st of January 2023 and I was unable to make the session. So I never actually played in it. <laughs> the actual first game I was involved in was on the 8th and it was the first session of a new Pulp Cthulhu game, Shadows of Yog sothoth run by Andy Goodman. So, there you go. Now, not only did I realise that that answer was incorrect, but as I've explained before, I've recorded responses to these questions in advance, and I realised that some of my other responses are far from correct. Let's move on to the 2nd of August, Day 2, RPG A Day 2023, and the prompt is... No, actually, before we get into that, I've got a few calls I want to respond to. Hey, Spencer, Jason here. Just listened to your day one of RPG Day 2023, and I too would love to hear how Laren and Jeff are doing. But 
the main reason I'm calling is I stopped eight minutes into your episode because Joe's called finished and you responded to Joe's call. And I have to say, I'm very sad that he, you know, since he and Woody had this goal to play Wrath of the Righteous and now Joe's refereeing it, he's not getting to play it. And that's so sad. Okay, let me listen to the rest of your episode. Thank you, Jason. Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast there, resurrecting the old argument of whether or not the GM is actually a player. Something that I don't think... Well, I'm not sure where I stuck my flag in this argument, but I will say that as any game aficionado like Jason should be aware, there are plenty of games which employ asymmetrical rules that depending on your choice of role as a player means that you have to abide by particular rules of that game that may not apply to other players. Thank you very much for that message, Jason. Hey there, Spencer. It's John here from the Red Dice Stories. Just been listening to our RPG A Day number one episode. Very much enjoyed it. I thought your idea of projecting your current tastes back in time to when RPG A Day first started was a great spin on the idea of looking back at previous answers. I've got to admit, I've not really highlighted that part in the posts I've written so far, since, to be honest, I can't remember if I was involved in the first RPG A Day. I know, terrible memory strikes again. Maybe I'll have to have a dig around in my old videos on my back catalogue and the like to see if I've got anything. Love the episode, keep up the good work, dude, and I'll catch you soon. Thank you, John. John Allen Large there of the Red Dice Diaries, and John himself has been putting out some great stuff over on Substack, putting out daily posts, and it's also great to see that he's back on the mic again. Um, yes, and as I said to John, over Discord, I haven't really kept up the going back 10 years with each of the prompts. I only really touch on it with that first response. And uh, yes, I'm afraid I suffer with an ailing memory too, as I probably already touched on in the intro and as a subject I'll no doubt revisit later on in this episode. But glad you enjoyed it, John, as I've been enjoying your output, not only responding to RPG a day month, but also putting out additional material too. Thanks very much for that message, John. Right, so let's get back to RPG a day month and see what other fallacious fabrications I have in store for you. On to day two. First RPG Game Master. Now, I'll play you the response I initially recorded for this. And for some reason, I interpreted this as the first RPG that I Game Mastered. Well, this is quite an easy one because the first game I ever Game Mastered occurred just a couple of weeks ago and that game was Chris McDowell's Into the Odd I used Nature Maze Barrow of the Elf King and I ran that for Barney Dicker of Loco Ludus however there was that time that Colin Spike Pit Green invited me 
on his podcast to talk about Osseus, the 2D6 game that I created for Anchorites Appreciate Arneson Month back in 2019. Colin invited me on to talk about Osseus and rather than discuss the rules, he got me to demonstrate those rules by getting me to run a little impromptu scenario on that episode. So you might consider that that was my first experience as a game master. I believe it was episode 304 of the Spike Pit podcast. But I know it was more recently republished last March as episode 452. So you can actually go and listen to that and judge for yourself. I understand these are open to interpretation, but having heard a few other responses, I would do a disservice to the GMs of my life if I did not mention them here. So, the first one of this year, as previously stated, is Andy Goodman, the man behind Grizzly Peaks Radio, and my forever Call of Cthulhu GM, or Keeper of the Arcane Law, that is to be more precise. And I also wanted to take this opportunity to take you back to the first game I ever played, Merp, Middle-earth role-playing, back in 1985. This was run by my school friend, Carl Knight. I say it was run by my school friend, Carl Knight. It was certainly played at his house, and he certainly invited me over to play, but... As uh, a lot of what I've been up to since those days isn't conducive to forming accurate memories, I can't honestly say that he was actually running the game. Although he certainly wasn't the only person at the table who was accustomed to running games. So I'm sticking with Carl as he was the guy who introduced me. He was the host, he provided the venue and he was certainly more than capable of running things. And I'm eternally grateful for that introduction. I didn't remain in touch with Carl, and that's solely on me. And, um, well, I doubt very much you'll be listening to this. But if you are, hats off to you, sir. So, day three, the first RPG bought brackets this year now i recorded an answer to this which i will play for you now but i'm not sure this is accurate either first rpg bought this year now i'm not going to count pdfs because well i have an embarrassment of pdfs so i wanted to think of physical games that i bought because that makes things much simpler for me My first purchase of this year was Isle of Ix by Skullfungus. This is a mysterious island hex crawl that uses the rules for Into the Odd. It's a really nice little book that I reviewed back in episode 218. Computer says yes and. And uh, yeah, it's just a great little book with rules and adventure, everything you need. 
Isle of Ix there by Skull Fungus. Certainly a worthy mention. But I think the first game I purchased physically was the Dark Crystal adventure game. Janet Forbes, the adventure author, and Jack Caesar is the rules author. This was something I picked up on Amazon within the first couple of days of January. They had it on sale. It's an absolutely gorgeous book. And to be honest, I've rarely looked at it since receiving it. But there's wonderful, just wonderful illustrations, maps. Now, I was always a fan of the movie as a kid. Although, to be honest, the story itself is a little on the light side. But I thoroughly enjoyed the series Age of Resistance, which introduced factions and explored different areas of the world and some other entities. A really, really nice book from River Horse Games. I've got Jim Henson's Labyrinth, which is uh, similarly produced. A very, very nicely put together book it is too. Prompt number four, the most recent game bought. Now, again, I've already recorded an answer for this. That would have to be Luca Riot's Ultraviolet Grasslands and the Black City 2nd Edition. And this is an absolutely stunning book. Luca's art is clearly influenced by the work of artists like Mobius and it's just really evocative inspired by psychedelic heavy metal the dying of genre and classic Oregon trail games an absolutely beautiful book full of wonderful illustrations and Luca's very evocative writing since recording that answer a new book arrived it was a Kickstarter, so I wouldn't say that it was the most recent game I bought because I obviously paid for it some time ago. But it's a worthy mention. This is the new edition of Daniel Sell's Troika. It's exactly the same rules, but they've produced a softback edition to make it a bit more accessible for folks. There's a slight rewriting of the text just to clarify a few points. The Art is completely changed because it's a black and white book, so uh, it required new illustrations. Despite the fact it's a softback, it's a very nicely put together book indeed. It has that exposed spine that you may have seen on Frontier Scum. I say it's got an exposed spine. It comes with almost like a dust cover, which folds out into a map of the Blamange and Thistle adventure, which is included in the, the Cole Rule book. Just a really, really nice product. Day five. Now, I believe 
the response I recorded to this is actually factually correct. But let's see, shall we? The oldest game you've played. Now, this is interesting because I'd completely forgotten that I have played first edition AD&D when Goblin's Henchman used it to playtest his Carapace game, which was a procedurally generated cavern crawl, I guess. Uh, uh, the setting is essentially a giant ant mound that you are journeying through. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun that was too. And I'd completely forgotten that he'd chosen AD&D to run that with. So, yeah. Well, there we go. That seemed all right, didn't it? Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, 1977? Or should that be 79? Question six. Favourite game you never get to play? I believe... This response is also uncharacteristically accurate. Well, there are a few answers I could give for this. There are certainly games that I don't feel I get to play enough of. Into the Odd, Electric Bastion Land, Chris McDowell's other take on Into the Odd. Um, I certainly don't get to play enough of them. Troika would certainly fall into that category. As for games I've not played yet... I would love to get Verson to the table, but as I haven't played it, I'm not sure I could call it my favourite game. So there you go. That's my answer. Well, that's quite enough from me. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate all the messages I receive. If you'd like to contact the show, you can leave me an audio message via speakpipe.com slash keepofftheborderlands, all one word. You can email me at spencer.freethrill at gmail.com. You can also find me on Discord. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at freeforall, Mastodon at freeforall at mastodon.social, and there's even the Keep Off the Borderlands Facebook group. And you'll find links to all those things and more at freeforall.card, that's with two r's.co. You can hear me in actual plays on Grizzly Peaks Radio, and you can sign up to the Stochasium my Substack newsletter and I've also started putting stuff up on YouTube if you'd like to support the show you can at co-fee.com slash freeforall there's my itch page or you may even want to give the show a review the music for Keep Off The Borderlands is provided by the multi-talented Mr TJ Drennan and it just remains for me to say Take it away, TJ.
Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.